0: Hi, you're listening to Phil Debella, and this is Flashcast by PDB. And today I want to talk about something I've referred to over many years called data-free observations, DFOs. And uh, based on the fact that we're always finding ourselves in position to give advice, uh, I always talk about trying to give advice from experience. uh, And if you're going to give advice from opinion, make sure that you let the person know that it is your opinion, not from a experience or what we say in uh, YPO, Young Presidents' Organization, from a shared experience, which is uh, a lot more valuable because it means you've actually lived through the situation, you've gained wisdom from it, and therefore you can impart some of your knowledge So today I want to talk about the importance of ensuring that you don't make data-free observations. And it's something that uh, we're prone to do as people. Obviously, perception is our reality, and it doesn't necessarily mean that the perception or what we're perceiving is correct. However, because you're seeing it through your own eyes, the importance of it to you uh, is is of great value, but doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be of great value to somebody else, and that's something to really think about. And one something I've learned in business is to try and keep away from data-free observations, or at very least... Let Let people know when you are making a data-free observation. And what I mean by that is that it's not substantiated by either a shared experience that you've had or that somebody else has had or from uh, data that you've analysed. And I talk about receiving data, analysing the data, then building strategy. And I find that that's really worked and effective. And I mastered it in business or close to mastering as you could get um, in my um, travels so far. Of course, I talk about age is wisdom, so the older we get, the wiser we become. Uh, but at 45, what I've learned so far is that in business, it served me well to follow that model of data to ensure that I, I collect data, I analyze it, and then I um, build strategy what i've trying to do now is do that obviously in my personal and professional life and uh, sorry my personal and family life as well without getting too clinical but uh, ensuring that when i'm with my family especially with my kids as i bring up two kids with my beautiful wife is to make sure that we're not imparting data free observations and throwing comments and opinions out there because of course our children are um, susceptible to to really taking in what we're saying and uh, as we're the closest to them that most of the time one would think that what we have to say is going to be of very importance to them and if we're not careful we can at times have a very detrimental effect so um, the concept of data free observation is to to constantly to to not make data free observation sorry is to constantly be searching for data and data is not just about numbers and figures and all the rest of it but data is in you know getting our facts uh, asking questions and uh, Uh, Using an example with our children, we make sure that we spend a lot of time talking with our children, but we also make sure we make an effort with our children's friends, Um, that we encourage them to have good friends, that we encourage them to keep good company, but we also build a relationship with their friends. And I find that in in using that as an example of... um, a method of gaining data, is that by spending time with their friends, we can also see you know, what's going on and their friends open up and they talk and they feel comfortable about it. And that's important. But of course, from our end, it's important not to be judgmental. It's important to encourage the friendship, to to talk things through, to to not only give advice to our children, but we also find ourselves giving advice to their friends. And and it's something that I really do cherish and adore because it means that we're engaged. And it comes back to those words I keep talking about. Emotional engagement is the um, closest thing that I I've, I've seen so far to a silver bullet to anything is that when people are emotionally engaged, they're connecting. And when they're connecting, then you're getting results. So, you know, one of the ways we we ensure to collect data from a family point of view is to spend time with our children and of course their friends so that we can see how people are interacting. And unfortunately the word data is probably so clinical and people think it comes back reading spreadsheets or numbers or research. Um, and of sure that's one way of collecting data, but there's there's many other ways. And of course, non-verbals are very important. Watching how people act in, in a group. I, I was at a dinner recently and I said to the table, there was 20 of us at a table, and I said, just have a look down the table and um, and see how they interact with each other. But let's see how they interact with the weight staff. And that tells you a lot about people. And that's another form of collecting data is just watching, watching, listening, and, um, and interpreting how people people are actually interacting with each other, but interacting with wait staff, and um, one of the things we say in business is if you want to know the calibre of a person, take them out to uh, a restaurant and see how they interact with a weight a, a staff. And why I say that is that um, watching how somebody interacts with somebody that's in service to you um, is of great importance um, in their character. You know, do they stop and look at the person? Do they ignore them? Do they speak down to them? How do they actually treat the person that's in service to them? Because that will tell you a lot about them. And again, that's another way to collect Data, and I keep talking about this that data-free observations are dangerous because this is when we start to get into the realm of throwing, you know, making decisions or, or making throwaway comments that can be detrimental. And of course, making a comment is one level, but then being in a position to make decisions, which often happens in politics. Um, and again, there's not a political rant, and this is not about politics, but using politics as an example, we see data-free observations happen all the time. We see decisions based on data-free observations all the time. We saw it through COVID. Um, the best example was the hairdressing appointments. One minute, you could only go to a hairdresser for 30 minutes. And um, that was obviously based around no data, no evidence, no shared experience. And lucky enough, the government was quick enough 48 hours later to cancel it when the backlash happened. And simply put, if they if they went about making decisions based around data analysis and then strategy, then they wouldn't find themselves in those positions. And and so yet another example of how dangerous data-free observations can be is that when you go and make decisions with without the data, then it is detrimental, or can be detrimental in the decision-making process process. process. So you'll see it in everyday life. You'll see it around you. You'll see it in your workplace. You'll see it in your friendships. um, You'll see it in yourself. You'll see it in others. It's something that happens quite regularly. uh, And it's something that I I just wanted to bring it to the attention of the listeners that has helped me a lot is and if we can stay away from data-free observations, it's no doubt going to make us make better decisions, be a better person, uh, be better in business, be better personally, be better professionally. It it really is something that I found in my journey so far that um, is a key to success. Is that when you're building that strategy, you know, make sure that you're based around data and analysis rather than data-free observations. And this would explain why sometimes you get a lot of businesses pivoting in different directions while the staff are still trying to catch up. And, um, and I'll, and I'll um, lay claim to it. That was me many, many years ago, being a novice in business, being a startup at 26 years old in 2002. That was me. I was going in one direction then I was going in another direction then I was going in another direction. So this is something I'm sharing with you from shared experience. I actually became a better boss the moment that I learned to make, you know, to not make data-free observations, to make sure that I collected data, analyzed it, then sat down and built strategy. And of course, part of that process was to bring more people in a room, you know, share with them what my thoughts are, share with them what my vision is, and then collectively and collaboratively build strategy. And I, um, the sooner I learned that one use data to do that and analyze it and to be collaborative, then magic started to happen in the workplace. So until then we were having, you know, some issues in the organization with people saying it's a pressure cooker and we're, we're pivoting. And some people were saying we're spinning more times than Michael Jackson and all sorts of comments. And, and looking back on it, I don't blame them. You know, people want to be, you know, if they're emotionally engaged, they want to be emotionally engaged with everything in the organization. But they can't be emotionally engaged if you keep changing the direction uh, in where you're going. And that's something that I found uh, was a byproduct of me making data free observations. And um, so I learned the hard way um, on the journey. I wouldn't say hard way, but I learned. um, And it's something that I wanted to share with the listeners. So next time um, you're faced with a situation or you're faced with uh, a position that you've got to give advice, just be conscious, a key word, be conscious that is this a data-free observation you're making or is this a shared experience? Is this going to be an opinion um, because of a data-free observation or is it going to be a shared experience based on data you've collected along the way? And c- again, communication is the key because there is no right or wrong. It's It really is about the intention of what you're trying to do, and but understand that good intentions can come across the wrong way if they're not conscious discussions. So data-free observation is one of those tools that will will help you. to make to be conscious, to make sure that you're not in that position of um, giving advice or opinions and all the rest of it, unless you let the person know, uh, but rather shared experience based on data, based on analysis, so that you can build great strategy. And it goes for personal, it goes professional, and it goes for family as well. So until next time, you've been listening to Phil Bella, and this is Flashcast by PDB.